Hey, agency owners, it's time for a new episode of the Agency Blueprint, the number one podcast for agency owners looking to discover strategies for scaling an agency to seven figures and beyond, while reducing stress and getting your personal life back. I'm your host, Robert Patton, international bestselling author, agency scale partner, and founder of Creative Agency Success. Before we get started today, I'd like to send you a copy of our brand new book, The Practical Agency, written specifically to help creative agency owners go beyond the creative side and build systems to simplify and quickly scale their agency to $100,000 a month. Go to creativeagencysuccess.com forward slash practical agency to claim your free copy. And now for the show. Growing your agency sometimes can feel really hard. There's one really easy thing that you can be doing today that allows for you to be able to substantially grow your agency without needing to add a whole lot more new clients. And it allows for you to be able to help clients in a more meaningful way while still being able to grow your agency. What I see happen quite a lot when it comes to the agency owner coming out and not actually working in the day-to-day of client management, it often means that the accounts kind of stagnate and it ends up coming to a place where As you get removed from the client accounts, they don't grow, clients can start to complain, and often ends up in a place where there's really a whole lot less strategic value that is given to the clients. And the mistake that I see happen so incredibly often for a lot of agencies is that there's really no guided training on how the team should be growing accounts. There's no way of logging and recording details for that client that allows for you to be able to leverage it in a meaningful way. And there's no training and mentorship and investment into the team to allow for them to be able to understand how to go about active listening. So what I want to go over with you today is how you can grow year over year quite a substantial amount with the same book of business and not really having to do a whole lot more aside from investing a little bit into your team. So here's the the thing that I see happen a lot for agencies is that the belief system is that in order for you to bill them more, that in order for you to meet with them more, you need to be billing them more. And it's really important for you to understand is that in order for you to be able to build a more meaningful relationship with clients, you actually need to get in front of them more. You need to provide them with more value so that they understand how they can actually get closer, faster to the outcome that they're looking for by actually engaging more with you. It's your responsibility, not the client's, to be seeking out more business from you. And there's so often where I don't see agencies actually offering to their clients the things that they do that will help their client grow. And there's a huge amount of opportunity here if you were to capitalize on this in a meaningful way and allow someone to really be able to understand how they can grow through you, with you, clients, I see clients leave. I see clients stagnate. I stay them, see them stay the same. In fact, there was a, a client that I was working with very recently and we went through an active outreach and they were able to get multiple millions of dollars of opportunity by just actually reaching out to their existing clients. And I want the same thing to be able to happen for you. So I want you to think about something for a moment. As you have relationships in your personal life, there's someone that you reach out to when something really bad happens or something really exciting happens as well, right? Just think about who that person is for you. I know that there's someone for every single one of you that you reach out to to share those big moments in your life. But for the vast majority of your clients, you're not that person when it comes to their business life. I'm not saying that you need to be their best friend like the person that I was just describing, but you need to understand their goals, 
their aspirations. You need to be able to understand them, where they're headed, where they want to head, in order for you to be able to help them achieve them, in order for you to be able to work together in a more meaningful way. I want you or your agency or your team, better yet, to be the person that your clients reach out to share those things that are going on in their business life that allows for you to build a deeper, more meaningful relationship so that you can help them more and help your agency grow at the same time. Kind of high level of what I'm going to go through today is I'm going to walk through some questions, things that I want you to be listening out, to be listening out for you to train the team. I'm going to go over what should be the meeting cadence for you to be having these conversations with clients and how to go about having some more strategic check-ins with your client. So here's kind of baseline and let's start with the active listening component. So it's really important that your team actually be listening to what's going on in every single encounter with the client. There's information that is being shared, that is being overlooked, that is being dismissed, that isn't really being understood in a meaningful way. So what I'm going to share right now are just some questions that I want you to go over with your team or for you to consider if you're the primary relationship holder with clients for you to consider this. So here's just some thought questions, things that I want you to be considering about so that you can go deeper with your clients. It's incredibly important that you focus on helping them, being able to grow, going deeper in the conversations that you're having and have more of an advisor relationship with them. You have to recognize that in order for someone to want to work more with you, they have to both respect you, they have to trust you, they have to want to reach out to you. And in order for you to be able to do this, you have to build the relationship that allows for this. So at any point, if during a conversation, the client were to bring up any company initiatives that they have going on, what we need to do is slow down, understand the desire, understand the goal, and ultimately be sure that we log this information for future use as well. There's so many things that we may be able to ideate on in the future to be able to dig deeper in this conversation, understand what they have going on so that we can help them more. There's so many different situations where there's opportunity for you to be able to work with that client, to be able to help them with that initiative, or even understand and be able to contextualize more of what's going on with them in their business so that you can help them more. Another example of something that you should be stopping and taking consideration of is anytime they mention stress. And this happens all the time in meetings. They may just say, you know, I have a whole lot going on this week, or, you know, I just feel like I'm totally underwater, or I'm just really stressed out right now. And we, you know, will say that we empathize, that we understand because we may be stressed out ourselves. But we miss a really important piece of this is we don't know why they're stressed out. We don't know what's going on at all. We didn't even inquire about what's going on. So we want to know, hey, you're really busy. Tell me a little bit about what your week has been like. What's been dragging you down or what has been taking your focus? What have you been working and spending your time on this week? Understand what is causing them that stress. Really understanding the underlying motivation. Typically speaking, when there's someone is in a high level of stress, there's something that they are laying on top of themselves that's giving them that stress in the first place. So understand that motivation, understand the concern, understand what is not working for them that's creating this stress in the first place. Because stress often is manifested when something isn't working, something happened unexpectedly, something didn't go to plan. And if you understand what's happening for them, you're more likely to be able to advise. Even if you can't help, you can advise, which further creates that relationship that is incredibly important when you actually get to having more strategic conversations with them. You know, another thing that 
happens a lot where it's not really thought about or have more of a conversation around is anytime there's a mention of the competition and how they're performing. So this comes up a lot in conversation, but we don't really understand why it's actually coming up. We need to understand more about what it is. What is the competition doing? Why is it being mentioned right now? How does this competitor affect them both short-term and long-term for the client? We need to understand that. We need to really be able to wrap our head around what's going on for them. Because if this is something that is top of mind for them, it's something that's actually important to them. But we're not actually thinking about it. We are so busy going through our own to-do list, our own list of things that we have to get done to get to the next meeting that we actually don't provide value in the meetings that we have with clients. We're not actually present. Our half of our mind is off somewhere else. And so it's really incredibly important that we slow down, that we listen, that we engage with our clients. And anytime that they share a win is another example. Anytime that they have some excitement so that you understand what it was, what were they working on? Why was it important? How does it affect them in their company? You know, how does it make them feel about their job? Does it make them feel better? How does it make them feel about engagement? All of those types of things, right? And then finally, that one of the, and there's loads of other examples of this, but one of the other things that's incredibly important that is often forgotten that in order for you to really be able to build a meaningful relationship with a client, you actually need to know them as a person, as an individual. And we often don't log this information, right? We do think we know them, but we actually don't use this information in any real way. So if we were to log information like the school that their kids go to, the fact that they have barbecues on a regular basis, the types of books that they read, a movie that they went to, the hobbies that they have, them going hiking, that when we actually do send out gifts during holidays, for birthdays, for accomplishments, for whatever, it allows for us to actually make them personalized rather than them all being the same gift across the entire company. And it doesn't actually let the person feel seen. And this is such an important thing for every single person on the planet is they want to feel important. They want to feel seen. They want to feel cared about. And you can't do that with a same kind of gift every single person getting the exact same thing. It needs to feel like something about them. It needs to feel something about the relationship that you have. And even better yet, a relationship that they have in their personal life that's even more important than their business goals, their family, their friends that they spend time with. And then you can insert yourself a bit into their personal life. So here's a bit of the rules of engagement, if you will, for these types of conversations. You, one, need to go deeper with the client always. You need to, two, always be providing them with value. They need to leave every single interaction feeling like they were better off. Three, you always need to provide them with solutions. Anytime there's a problem, an issue, something going on, you need to be providing them with a solution that allows for them to solve that problem. Number four is you need to challenge them when necessary and challenge their thinking specifically. If you're able to get them to see the world slightly differently, you're able to actually carry along with them longer and have a more meaningful impact to how they interact in their daily lives and in their business. And then five, never overpromise. Always need to set the right expectation. And this is a rampant problem in the agency industry. We always feel like we have to do more extra for the clients. And so it ends up putting ourselves in really hot water because we're not setting the appropriate expectation. 
And we really have to, because in reality, what ends up happening is we've overpromised, they end up being disappointed, and that's not a good thing for the relationship. All right, so now let's talk about how we use this information and the cadence by which we're actually going to have conversations. So now we've gone through, we've been going deeper with clients, we've been collecting more information from them, we've been having a good understanding of what they have going on in their day-to-day within their business and within the company that they work for. So whether they're an employee at a larger organization or you're working with the proprietor of the business, either way, you're logging all of the information from all of these meetings. And usually on a quarterly basis, especially in more retainer-oriented relationships, or as you've heard in, in prior podcast episodes, the closure of a project, you're able to actually take this information that you've logged and then you're able to have a strategy conversation with the client. Okay, so now what does that strategy conversation really entail? So here's the crux of it, and this can be used both in a project postmortem or this can be used in your quarterly conversations or in just a strategy conversations. They should be happening in a couple of different points in the relationship. They should be happening towards the beginning of their fiscal year. If it's a larger organization, their year may not be a calendar year. If you're working with smaller clients, it's typically going to be the calendar year, so January to December. Right before the end of their fiscal or the calendar year, you should be talking about the following year, providing them with some strategy around things that they can be doing in the upcoming year, as well as in the project postmortem, having conversations around where they are now, what improvements can be had, and where they can be going next. And on a quarterly conversation with retainer clients, where have we been, where are we headed, the progress that we're having, etc., So here's kind of the base format of the conversation. You're going to start with reviewing the projects that you've worked on as of late. Just going to go ahead and list the projects that you've completed to remind them about what you've been doing. You're then going to take them to the existing goals that you knew about today. What were the objectives of these projects that you had been working on? From the project to the retainer, the things, your deliverables, the execution items that you had been going through. And then talk about the progress that we've made towards those goals. Did we accomplish them? Did we not? If not, why? And how can we make improvements to get them closer and closer and closer to that end objective? Make sure that you are focusing on what items can be improved upon. There's not a single thing that has been done in any of your businesses that has gone perfectly. The deliverable, the work, and it may even be a phenomenal result, and they're incredibly happy. Doesn't mean it was perfect. There's always things that you can do to improve upon it. So explore that. Then talk about what are the company's future goals. In order for you to continue to have a longer standing relationship, you need to paint yourself into their future. I'll have them understand how you can help them accomplish their goals. And then finally, you're going to go ahead and take all of that information you've been collecting in those meetings, all of those strategic problems that they've been having, issues that they've been facing, and you're going to come up with seven, five to seven ideas that your agency can do to solve for their challenges and issues to help them get to their goals better, faster, more effectively. And you also want to make sure that this doesn't feel like a big pitch fest. So my typical rule is that 70% of the things that you will present are going to be things that your agency can do. And 30% of things that you're going to present are things that you cannot do and will have no involvement in. And they know that as well, so that they actually are seeing you as an advisor not just someone that is trying to sell them all the time. And if you do this on a regular basis, as I mentioned, lots of clients are doing this, and one that I've been thinking about throughout the recording of this podcast has been able to bring in millions of dollars of opportunities 
by having these conversations in a very short period of time. So you can do the same, being able to grow your agency substantially by just following these items, being the advisor to your client, going deeper with them, providing them with value, providing them with solutions, and making sure to help them change the way that they see the world so that they have a higher likelihood of accomplishing the outcome. Once again, thank you so much for carving out the time to hear what was shared on today's podcast. Now, chances are, if you're an agency owner listening to this podcast right now, then you may be feeling like this. Because I was finding myself constantly overworked within our business, um, constantly like too busy with fulfillment or too busy with uh, customer service needs. So I didn't have the time to go think about how am I going to close this person or what am I going to say to this person or what am I going to do with this or what's the next strategy I need to do. Now, of course, this podcast is here to help you with a lot of things. But at one episode per week, it's going to take a while for us to share everything you need specifically for your situation. So if you're really serious about committing to fixing the problems in your agency now so you can build a truly profitable business and get your life back, then I want to invite you to apply for the Agency Accelerator Program. I'm not so stressed during calls thinking, oh my gosh, I got, I got to sell, I got to sell, I got to sell because if I don't sell, I don't make our I don't make our numbers, you know, and if I don't make our numbers, I can't pay our people. If I can't pay our people, then our business is down. This program is designed to help creative agency owners get to 1 million in revenue per year in 12 months or less. I char- typically charge one client a $3,000, anywhere from 2000 to 3000 Now I'm uh, moving towards only 5000 and up. And my latest client that I closed is a $10,000 client on a monthly retainer. We only accept about 20% of the agencies that apply to this program because we want to make sure that we only work with people who will commit the time, energy, and resources required to take what they learn in the program and use it to create an agency of their dreams. You've taught me and you've taught us how to build this within our company that if X happens, this happens. Boom, 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 boom. Like it's so systematic that it's going to work for itself. That has given me the sense of like, oh, I know what the heck I'm talking about. I know what I'm good at. I know that I can deliver upon what I want to deliver. And yeah, I gained hell of a lot of confidence for sure. So if that's you, then I want to invite you to apply today. Just hit the link in the show notes to apply for the Agency Accelerator Program or go to creativeagencysuccess.com forward slash apply. Thanks. And I'll see you inside the program.